Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show that doesn't just scratch the satchel surface, but instead dives deep into the holdalls and, dare I say it, souls of fabulous females. I'm your host with the keys to the totes, Charlotte Edmonds. After nine years as senior creative at Psycho, I decided that instead of developing reality TV shows, it was time to reformat the way we look at handbags, convinced there's more to our baggage than meets the eye. Yes, that's a tenuous career link, but I'm running with it. This is the one where I talk startups, turquoise and technology with a brilliantly business-minded mum. This week, I have the pleasure of introducing a high flyer to the show who forged a successful career as a broker in the city. Then, in a playground one cold, grey English afternoon, she met another mum also sporting a sling baby as she trailed after her toddler, and they got chatting about the importance of meetups for mothers. That was when the concept for a new app, Mush, was born. A year later, the venture described as Tinder for Mums has been featured in the Sunday Times, the Daily Mail, the Guardian, and even Vogue, and has, despite being live only 10 10 weeks, already past 50,000 downloads. Meet the woman bringing women together, Katie Massey-Taylor. Welcome to the show! Hello, thank you for having me. So this is very impressive. Well, we're really happy with how it's gone so far. We never expected to have this many women pick it up so quickly, and I think it goes to show how much a product like this was needed, and how mums like to share things like this, which has been really exciting for us. So let's start at the very beginning, like Julie Andrews. When <laughs> you first met your now business partner, Sarah, in the park, what was your first impression? Uh, we were struggling to remain sane at this point. I'd moved back from New York and I hadn't met any local friends when I stumbled across Sarah. So she came up to me and smiled and said, hi, looks like we've got the same age children. I was just so grateful that someone had even approached me. It was a problem that both Sarah and I had suffered, this loneliness, just having very small children. And we were both surprised by it. So we met up sort of two or three times the following week and quickly established that we had mutual friends on Facebook and lived a few streets down. But it was this really chance meeting that led to what has become such a meaningful connection. And we thought, wouldn't it be great if there was an easier way to meet people? And that's how the idea of Mush began. But it was a real pivotal moment in our lives as we decided that we'd start down this path rather than going back to work in our respective industries. What was it that stopped you from wanting to go back? There was an opportunity to not only help people, there's also the fact that when you have your own business, you're able to dictate the terms on which you work. As it turns out, we've 
spent a lot of time away from the children building the business, but you don't have to ask anyone when it's your daughter's end of term drama show like it was last week. So that's very appealing. Is Mush also appealing to people you didn't expect? Yeah, there's lots of excitement around Mush, particularly from the advertisers, because let's face it, mums are such a valuable audience. So anyone that works with brands that target mums or people who are trying to get more insight from mums, they are hearing about Mush and are approaching us. Why are we mums so interesting to brands? Because we are thrown into complete meltdown when a new baby comes along and we are so vulnerable and so open to change. You are never more willing to spend money when you've got, you know, an issue you can't solve. Throw money at Throw the money situation. At the I know. It's, it's, <laughs> um, it's extraordinary. And plus it's such a big step in your lives that you're open to change and changing your brand repertoire people often talk about when you become a mum and, you know, choices Do they? you've made throughout. Mums don't. Mums don't. Mums like, give me a not. coffee. You're <laughs> <laughs> Brand repertoire. I'm not sleeping through the night. I don't even know what that means. You can tell I've spent too much time touting this in advertising. How difficult then is it for you to put a different head on? So you're talking to your advertisers, you're talking to your investors, and then you're talking to your consumers, your mums. Is it easy to flip between the two? I'm myself in front of the mums, for sure. Now, I'm not pretending to be anyone else. I'm in work mode today, and I think that's why I'm talking like this. But yeah. <laughs> How do you normally talk? Well, so with mums, I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty much swearing every other word. No. <laughs> I'm um, trying to be as truthful and honest about parenting as possible and how hard I find it and the happy times and sharing silly videos and, you know, being a normal mum. What are the hard times then and how has Mush helped mums get through those? So, I mean, personally, I've come out of that stage a bit now. But when you remove the work and you've got two very small kids who don't give a lot back, you what, go in terms of crazy <laughs> who don't give any rent back, no money. You treat this place like a hotel. <laughs> early days, it's this physical kind of sleep deprived, no conversation, the toil of those early weeks and months. So when you designed Mush, did you have in mind a first time mum, a new mum? What age children do your mums have? The sweet spot for our mums when they really are coming on in droves onto the app is when they've got a baby who's kind of up to six months old. We're seeing more and more pregnant women sign up. So just before they Do you think that's just to get a glimpse of what they're about to experience? You start to realise that your life's about to change in such a major way. You're probably planning your exit from work at this point, And you're starting to imagine your day-to-day life when you've got a baby. Even then, Mush is such a help for people to work out who they might spend their days with. We've also got a lot of mums signing up who are having their second baby. And they want to meet someone with the same age kids. Or their older child is back at school and they're kind of starting again. So they don't need any of the information that NCT or any antenatal class gives you. But they do need that local like-minded friend that Mush can give them. I've got friends who... For their second child having moved house joined an NCT group again and then in the bit where you know birth is described as this wonderful experience it's not pain it's urges and and you know, they have to bite their lip now they don't have to put themselves through that exactly they can right. just go on to mush this Thank is a good you. idea have you had any criticism of the app yet um we have had complaints from dads actually that's probably our biggest complaint how do you respond to them we have basically said mush is for mums it makes us feel uncomfortable to say it but we ran research on whether mums, especially the mums of newborns, would feel comfortable seeing men on the app, and it was a resounding no. We've got plans to have an interface where you can sign up and say whether you're a mum or dad, or even a grandparent or carer. Like, it'd be nice to include them. Anyone that's looking after children face the same potential
social loneliness. And I think they do get left out and we want to support them in however we can. But we've just got to hold fire and look after our mums first and develop a dad's version later. Why was the mum's version called Mush? Oh, it's got so many reasons. Good, I want them. So, probably because Sarah and I were weaning at the time, so everything was mushed up. Our brains were mush and we couldn't put together a coherent conversation. Then we thought, wow, it's an acronym for Mum's Social Hub. And then we thought, and it's old English for old friend. And then we found out that in Arabic it means perfect. So actually, you can go a number of ways. I mean, instantly when I read it, I thought of the last two, definitely. And the other (laughs) ones make sense as well. Um, (laughs) So this is a good moment to have a look in your bag for your first item. Okay. Your bag is unbearably stylish, if you don't mind me saying so. Thank you so much. Initially, I wasn't sure. Why? Because it's quite square. No, in fact, it's rectangular. Sorry, but it's definitely not square. Let me check in on my shoes. Um, and I thought it looked quite like a laptop bag, which is exactly what it was designed for. So there's no surprise. It's beige and it's from Aspinall's. <gasps> it's a satchel, so I sometimes wear it across, but sometimes I hold it like a grown-up. <laughs> Has there ever been, apart from that moment when you hold it like a grown-up, do you ever feel like a grown-up? Never, not really, not ever. Oh, good. That's, I'm so relieved. That's because exactly I don't. So I'm pretending to feel like a grown-up when I'm holding an expensive bag, when in fact I'd be far more likely to run around in a rucksack with unicorns on trainers, I think. Let's have a look to see what you're going to pull out of this beautiful square slash rectangle bag. What is that? So this is one of my business cards, which I'm very excited about. They're fairly new. It is my favourite colour, blue. And it says on the front, where mums meet, which is what we do. My co-founder, Sarah, decided that we had on the back mum and founder rather than just founder. It's so nice that being a mum is so integral to the story about my business. And I feel very, very lucky. Because you had a business before this, didn't you? Was it Paint Me a Present? Paint Me a Present. Yeah. Um, good research there, Charlotte. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> it was, um, it was, I still love the idea. So it was an online platform to commission artwork cheaply but it came with a few problems which is that artists are n- notoriously unreliable and all they've chosen <laughs> they're busy that. drinking red wine well, that's right being miserable in the dark sorry that's very cliche yeah, yeah, portrayal is, of artists so is I mine actually they are not always unreliable so what did you learn then from that business that you have either disregarded or taken with you to start this one I think I have learned that you can do anything that you set your mind on the perception you give of a concept is very important. So I wasn't actually looking to raise any money. I didn't need to with Paint Me A Present, but for Mush, we have had to. And being able to sell an idea passionately is so key to whether you're going to get anyone interested in you. And why should anyone else believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? So that was key learning. How do you cope then with a bit of a wobble? If you're going, right, oh God, I don't know if this is actually right. How do you force yourself to keep going? I've heard people do like the power chance, power stance. Have you ever heard of those? So before you go on stage, or um, clearly I'm not an actress, but you give a big, I'm really strong and I'm going to do a lunge and a power sort of Superman. I'm not describing. I mean, it is very there anything well. less embarrassing than that? Anything, probably <laughs> loads of stuff. Surrounding yourself by positive people, you're going to need to do that, and not taking criticism the wrong way, and and having self belief. You've got to stop beating yourself up. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Read more stuff like that. Not necessarily on Mush, but elsewhere. If you've got a project that you think has some sort of potential, don't get bogged down with the detail. Just try and just keep thinking about the big picture, and actually things start to happen. Sounds like a cliche, and like one of something I've read in a book, but it's true. Cliches are cliches for a reason, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> That's so true. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's it like working with a friend? She's so clever. She is way cleverer than me. I mean, she got 12 A stars at GCSE, for goodness sakes. I mean, what? I mean, she's just, I don't think she went out. She admits that. <laughs> she's, uh, she's great. It's actually like we're having a jolly the whole time. Traveling between meetings is just one big game and adventure. Nothing feels like work. Because you've got her with you, is that how you deal with when you're coming up against something that's difficult? Because you've got sure. backup, you've got support, you've got someone positive and someone with 12 A stars, no less. I know. <laughs> you can't be confident with that by your side. For sure. We have different strengths. So if one of us is having a down day, the other one will pep her up. So if you're able to find someone that you can work with or someone to share a vision with you, do it. People say don't mix business with pleasure. Mm. I was just wondering whether there'd been any discrepancies of opinion, shall we say, not fallouts. We don't have a lot of baggage. So a lot of our relationship was built on being a mum. We're not so entwined that um, there was any complication there. Yeah, we're a good partnership. As a mum, so often you can meet somebody who you would never have met in a previous life. Having kids is enough of a connection to make a strong friendship. I was on the train the other day and a woman got on with a man. She started talking, and I have a very long train journey. She did 
not stop talking the entire train journey. She was talking about the fact she didn't know if she had her British Library card in her bag. She was going, I thought I had it, and then of course I had a look, and then I didn't, and then I got to the train station, and then, well, you wouldn't believe how I saw that. And she was talking and talking and talking. <laughs> so this story kept going on about British Library card for so long that the man with her fell asleep. And she said, oh, it's okay, you obviously need some rest. And she carried on talking about it. To whom? I have no idea. She was talking, talking, talking. I became obviously obsessed with this woman. At the end, he woke up <laughs> and said, so did you have your British Library card? She said, oh yes, long story short, I did. And I'm like, long story short? How long was the story? <laughs> then he went, well, why did you not know you had it? And she said, oh, it was all this stuff in the bag that the kids put in there. And she started pulling out drawings and baby stuff. And I thought, we are like each other. <laughs> and then I dropped my pen because I was so shocked at this revelation. And she bent down to pick it up for me. And then we ended up having a really nice chat. And I'm like, let's be friends forever. And we got married. And that's it. No, we didn't. No, um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's funny how instantly that made a connection. The mum thing. You can talk for days about shared experiences with children. I, I mean, yes, specifically, I can. Yeah. <laughs> As you can <laughs> tell. <laughs> Even the shyest of mums can pipe up about, you know, a shared experience around food and weaning. And now it's pouring with rain, it's Charlotte. It's pouring with rain. And I have to say, for the rest of the world, this is how we do summer. We do torrential downpours on the hour, every hour. On the way to meet you, Katie, I saw a gentleman sheltering under his own sandwich. <laughs> no, in the, no. Yeah, it was in a moment of obviously sheer desperation. Oh God, lunch became an umbrella. Sandwich. No, it was it was small I mean he looked ludicrous but I guess something's better than nothing isn't it the fact that he's had probably a cucumber sandwich as well now that we're probably. really going for the Englishisms he, he was drinking a glass of Pims at yes. the time it's not great fun being careful in this torrential downpour should we have another look for another item in yes, your bag yes. What have we got here? We have got, and I'm embarrassed about this one, we've got a frozen hairbrush. So what I mean, but not it's not literally so cold in England that it's frozen. It's a hairbrush which is designed for four-year-olds, and I seem to have picked it up because I brush my hair probably more than anyone else you've ever met. I can't help it. At any opportunity, I will pull it out and give my hair a quick rundown, get it out of my eyes, out of my mouth, you know. And, why um, is anyway. it in your mouth? <laughs> why is it there? When you need a snack, you need a snack. <laughs> so tasty <laughs> it's because I never wash it it's got so much old food on it no it makes me feel together strangely the fact that it's frozen means that I don't own anything nice anymore I think that's the moral of the story here a lot of my belongings have become babyfied including this when did that happen when did it happen oh. well it's not when you've got a baby when you have a baby you think oh look at all this clutter look at all these toys turns out you've got two tiny boxes of them fast forward 18 months I mean the stuff just accumulates I've got a two bedroom flat I've got two bedrooms full of baby stuff what was your life pre-kids like versus post kids very different so I was a broker so I was out a lot late nights I mean pretty much an eight hour difference in the time I go to bed <laughs> compared to now yeah I'm in bed by 10 now you know I used to be in bed by four probably in the morning now, what time would you rise when you were in bed at four youth was on my side by six six thirty seven how did you do that I don't know it was a crazy time Sleep, I think that's an age thing, not being able to cope with sleep deprivation. I think it gets so much harder when you're older. In your early 20s, you just I was a machine. It's like, did you ever have a hangover in your 20s? I don't think I did. You obviously didn't drink enough. I, well, I, that's, I, my body was good at breaking it down or something. Was that the path you thought your life would take? Never. 
Why? I was a linguist at university. I was far more involved in painting and art. And yet I was so badly organized during university holidays and hadn't got anything under my belt in terms of work experience. And no idea of where I wanted to end up. So I fell into broking because I wasn't a shrinking violet. So that counts for a lot. And maths and numbers made sense to me. But probably if I had my time again, I would do something far more creative. Oh, like Don't what? ask me what. Oh, oh I did. You knew I was going I to. You were set myself up. <laughs> I think what I wanted to do was live on a beach and make something and, and be in a beautiful place. It certainly wasn't sitting around under the rain of London skies on a big broking floor uh, shouting numbers down the phone. That was not, I think, how I saw my life going. And we're far more in line with where I wanted to be now, for sure. How has your experience as a broker set you up for your experience in the world of tech? Because you're working with an app and presumably with programmers. You must have had to become pretty savvy about all of that. Yeah, and, and nothing I've done before now could prepare me for that. So we've had to outsource that whole piece. We've had to get smart people to advise us and we've got a brilliant team in Kiev building the app, working on it every day. The answer is no, I wasn't prepared. I've tried to read up as much as possible. Most of it's still another language to me. I mean, it is another language, coding and all that sort of thing. But wow, I've got a long list of acronyms I can now tell you about, which my husband finds hilarious. Oh good, let's whip out some of them. So API, application programming interface, the UI, the user interface, UX, user experience, all the different types of backend. So we're now on to a Ruby backend, having been on a past backend, which was set up by Facebook in the early days so that lots of apps went through the Facebook login. I, I'm very um, impressed now up I'm to a this bit point. Stuck. You talk about your husband saying, I cannot believe you know all this stuff. How has he reacted to your business enterprise? He's very, very supportive. I'm very lucky. And I think he's seen that I'm happier than ever before. So for him, he wins. Uh, <laughs> happy wife, happy life, I believe is happy the phrase. Happy wife, happy life, happy children. Is that big dog or small horse? This is the sound of someone telling us we have to move on to your third and final item, Katie. What will be pulled from this glamorous work bag of yours? So... I think it's safe to say I am all over colours. So everything I've got is either turquoise or pink, pretty much. I've got a turquoise laptop cover. I've also got the mush teal cover on my phone. Everything in my life is turquoise. You should see my kitchen. It is like walking into an azure sea. And just to throw in the pink, I've got pink Ray-Bans. That's my daily, you know, handbag fodder. Did you like that colour before, Frozen? This one? Turquoise the blue. She has that on. You wouldn't believe it. The other day I met a colour expert. And she said they have meetings and they discuss what colour's going to be big this year. We think it's freedom of choice. No, people. Your colour is determined by a group of largely women. Not large women. Largely (laughs) women who sit around and talk about the pros and cons and popular culture and what happened in history. So it's not an accident. And what, and they brief journalists and they brief the Star magazine? Yeah, so fashion absolutely looks to them for their research. Now, I've noticed since Frozen, if I walk down on a supermarket, I am now trained to spot that colour. Pow! That will make them love me more! Pow! I shall buy this! It's only £2. And I'm drawn to it now. But when did this love of this colour begin for you? I first loved it when I I realise I am blonde and I tend to go brown. Turns out this colour really sets off a tan. There you go. that's actually how it started. It was way before kids. It's not a particularly girly colour until now and we have Elsa to thank for that. I definitely have my kids to thank for this re-love of pink. They've given me licence, I think, to pick up pink stuff. 
for me. And do you do that thing where you actually dress like your kids without realising it? Yes, and I'll tell you why that happens. Why does that happen? It's because you can't summon the physical energy to make three different <laughs> style decisions that day. So I get dressed, I go, right, that's how I want to feel that day. You two will follow suit because I have no more imagination yeah, left. Yeah. I honestly think it's not on purpose, it's just it's run a out. subconscious thing that you pick up something pink and your daughter's wardrobes are full of pink. It's probably not that strange, actually, when I think of it like that. Do your kids influence the way you dress? I have a staple wardrobe of black with some sludgy, then black again, and maybe dark <laughs> grey, and then black. You know, very reliable. And I go shopping with my girls, and they'll pick out this lovely floaty dress in, you know, a lovely orange, or, you know, maybe, yeah, a turquoise top. Do you ever top. buy it as a yes, result? Yes, because they open my eyes to things I've closed them to. That's lovely. What a nice thing to say about your children. Well, they really do. I think that's what's really nice. I think children do reinvigorate your love of colour and brightness and embracing the world again. I think I never left that childish phase with liking the brights. I'm flanked by two children in brights as well. We look like a rainbow family. It's sweet. What ambitions do you have with your business and for you and your family? We want to make mums' lives more brilliant. We want to be the next big mums' social network. There hasn't been a, a new and modern version of that for a while and we think we can do that globally. So it's making Mush famous. What that would mean for me personally is that I can continue to work this dream scenario, which is to have a day off with my kids and work around their milestones, make them proud, make my husband proud. What else can you ask for? Well, just a simple dress made of turquoise oh, to walk around your, your kitchen in. <laughs> Princesses don't wear socks. That is the sound of, unfortunately, someone telling us that that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, Katie, for talking to me today. Thank you. It's been lovely talking to you. How has your experience been on Handbags at Dawn? Fantastic! Where can everybody find your app? Go to the website, which is letsmush.com, and you can click the button to download it, or just search the App Store or Google Play for Mush, and we'll come straight to the top. If you want to contact me, Handbags at Dawn is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're so 21st century. <laughs> We're at Handbags Podcast, and our page is handbags at dawn i will speak to you again next week thank you so much katie and thank you all for listening bye 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 yeah you can